0: In Alabama Ag and Review for the week of August 1st, we had a sneak peek at some of the preparations for Sunbelt Ag Expo. Well, the Sunbelt Ag Expo is still months away, but preparations are currently going on for the main event. As this week, judges have been visiting the operations of the state winners for the Swisher Suite Southeastern Farmer of the Year program. The Expo's Executive Director, Chip Blaylock, says the purpose of the tour
1: is for three judges to go out, put the boots on the ground on each farm, we sit down and have an interview session for an hour, and then we tour for two hours, which the the farmer continues to talk to the judges. We actually get to see their operation, meet them on their home turf, so to speak, and it just ties together the written application that they make. With the, the tour and at the end of the week, the judges will have their mind made up of who the southeastern winner is going to be.
0: Blaylock says it's always a tough decision, but it's not always so easy to determine which one comes out on top.
1: It's not necessarily the biggest farmer or the oldest or the one that's been in it the longest. It's the one that's come the furthest. It's the one that ties it all together in the neatest package from environmental stewardship, from economic efficiency, marketing ingenuity, engineering ingenuity. Um, accounting, you know, these farmers, are so multifaceted in their skill set, and it's really interesting to see the judges interact with the farmers.
0: Alabama's recipient is Mr. Andy Winland. The overall winner will be announced on Tuesday, October 18th, the first day of the Sunbelt Ag Expo. And with a wrap-up of the NCBA Summer Conference, Randall Wiseman had this report.
2: Well, today is the final day of the 2011 Cattle Industry Summer Conference in Kissimmee, Florida, as the highlight will be the NCBA Board of Directors and CBB meeting. National Cattlemen's Beef Association President Bill Donald told me he's been pleased with the way the conference has gone.
3: I've been real pleased, Randall. uh, There's been some really healthy debate. You know, there's a lot of issues facing the beef industry uh, as a whole, and then a lot lot of issues about administration and all that types of thing, and it's all been good, healthy debate. Very respectful, very calm, and we're getting a lot done. Donald says it's been a democratic
2: process throughout the conference.
3: You know, and the real strength of this summer conference in particular is the time when we look through at the program committees, look at some of the authorization requests they're going to be coming up with, and they're making the plans for the checkoff work for the next year. And then at the policy level, we're looking at how can we get our message through in Washington and what is that message and define that and make some interim policy here that will be finalized in the winter, but it keeps uh, our teams both the checkoff team
2: and the policy team up to the minute on what the membership really is interested in. So the final meetings will take place this morning then this afternoon it'll be the post-summer conference tour with stops at the Deseret Ranch and the Kemper Cattle Company Ranch in Florida. But many of the meetings and discussions from this summer meeting will be followed up on at the Cattle Industry Annual Convention and Trade Show coming up February 1st through 4th, 2012 in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: And we'll wrap up for this week with some mushroom magic with Everett Greiner.
4: You know Georgia's the leading pecan producing state in America the southern half of the state abounds with huge groves some covering two to three hundred acres. In at least one area growers have been troubled by a fungus that uh, seems to thrive around the base of these pecan trees. Small kind of dark colored and doesn't smell too good when you break it open and for a long time farmers have been raking them up and throwing them away. Well not anymore we now know that they may have more value than the pecans. They've been identified as an edible truffle. They're highly prized by sophisticated chefs. In fact, some have been harvested and sold for over $100 a pound. Can you imagine throwing away something that valuable? Well, they didn't know. Now they do. And so these tiny mushrooms may become a new cash crop for that
0: area. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.